right. This is Sheena, and this on guitar is Steve, and we are about to play Mercy, one of our originals.
But I got more than one A bulletproof Yeah, I bet you You don't need a paddle and you don't need a ticket. You found fishing without bait, a lifetime without definitive expectations. Where we aim, we don't focus, okay? So what we try to help people do is transverse through their life with intentions rather than expectations. We've developed a concept called full impact mindfulness where we ask people to explode into their lives. We're looking for people who are looking to create themselves rather than to find themselves. And the only admission price is the honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness to try. And welcome aboard. You're inside the sanctum of quirkiness and fun. So as we've done the last few episodes. What we're looking to do is catch up with some of our uh, most favorite guests as we've had on in the past and catch up with them and see what type of lifestyle, what type of stories they have to share with us. And as for those of you who have listened to this show in the past, what we particularly admire is people who show resiliency in dealing with life's challenges and to share with others how that they how they've overcome their life challenges. I'm Jim Ellermeyer. I'm a behavioral health therapist and today I'm joined by my good friend co-host as always Mr. Mike who's a mute today. He's not going to worry. He's not allowed to speak. However, today we're joined by two uh, of our guests, one of our favorites, Miss McCross who is here. <laughs> and I'm happy to be here. <laughs> uh, every, everybody has to be somewhere. So you're we're always right here and it's always right now. And she is joined by. She is joined by Steve today. Um, not Steve today is my name. Uh, Steve Banks is my name. Steve Banks is here today. I've been uh, working on my podcast voice here for about <laughs> a week or so. So I'm hoping it's uh, cool, receivable. Cool. So yeah. what's good about you, Steve? Oh my gosh, where what's to start? Good about where to you? you know, um, if I was going to hire a Steve, okay, um, and I was, and I put some put a job request out there. I'm looking to hire a Steve. What would make you a good Steve for to be um, in my life? <laughs> uh, well, for starters, I mean, just to get warmed up, um, I'm a huge defender of possums and raccoons. Wonderful. Um, I have hypothetically adopted several of them that okay. live behind my apartment complex. Wonderful. They have names. They are Wonderful. all my friends. Well, that's one of the solid qualifications <laughs> yeah, to be a Steve. Sure. Um, I am very good at uh, getting hyped up on caffeine. It only takes a couple of drops of uh, okay. a nice cherry Pepsi to okay. get me Wonderful. tripping over my Wonderful. words. Um, I don't know. I uh, so used to be good at archery. That was, uh, mm. was a big part of my childhood. It okay. Good stuff. Well, so the idea is what brought you here this evening? What uh, Everyone's past propels them to their present. It's their 
Everyone's a product of that past, okay? What has you sitting with us here this evening with this uh, lovely young lady sitting beside you? Well, um, I guess we met a couple years ago in a place called Brookline, uh, at the Brookline Pub. I think it's still called that. It's called... Oh, no, they changed the name. Yeah, it's a... I almost want to say it's Fritos now. or Fred's. It's in Brookline, and it has an F in the name. Uh, And we met there... um, we were at the same open mic, and uh, we we struck up a good friendship one night when we uh, took over one of the rooms in the bar, and uh, like us and probably, we were probably fifteen musicians. Yeah. In the same room, we just showed up with an amplifier and several guitars and just set up shop in part of the bar, and nobody questioned it. Like no management came over, or anybody with authority to stop us, and we uh, we started a band and we. Just hang out a lot, playing okay. some music, and uh, she offered to have me come down here to play some music and talk with you guys. Okay, so what we uh, what we try to do is help people understand that there's synergy, which is one plus one equals three. Okay, so and okay. then we talk about serendipity, where we run into situations that, that it sounds like your meeting was kind of serendipitous. You had your eyes open and were willing to accept what was right in front of you. Well, it was ears open at first because I think the first thing I heard you do was a cover of a fastball song. Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. Yeah, and then I responded by uh, doing some more fastball the following week. So that caught your attention, Steve. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, what caught your attention? What was the song? It was The Way, right? Yeah, it's always The Way. <laughs> <laughs> it, it can also be Fire Escape. No, no one does that one. It, Maybe out of my head, I'd do but that not. One. Okay. Yeah. So you two, you two Call clicked. Call you two clicked, okay? I think so. I think we clicked a little bit. So yeah. we often talk about people, your vibe creates your tribe, okay? Oh, yeah. So what type of a vibe were you feeling from uh, Sheena? Uh,. I guess like the, and I know this is going to sound um, generic at first, but I will elaborate a uh, very uh, chill vibe. Um, I don't know off the top of my head. I don't know a better way to put that, but there are some people that have a very ag- aggressive energy. Uh, and this is again, something I will need to elaborate on to make it sound the way I want it to, because I'm a very chill person. I'm a very, uh, let's say, I think the word you used earlier was open. Okay. It was a very open energy and a very chill energy, like one that wasn't, um, because when I say aggressive people, I mean, I've met people that are very like overly critical or like overly um, (sighs) spiky energy, Mm -hmm. I guess is a way to put it, like prickly Mm -hmm. people. And okay. there's not prickliness, and I like not prickliness. So what we're looking, what we try to help people understand it, that it's better to look at what a person is rather than what they're not. And as we discussed earlier, Steve, what we were talking about, it appears that people go out of their way to find something to offend them. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there are 7 billion people in this world. Not everyone is going to like you. And there are going to be people who are going to clap and, and, and applaud at at your misfortune. Yeah, I've met them. Ah, yeah, I bet I, you have. Yeah. Well, yeah. the Germans call that schadenfreude. But, uh, so, however, uh, and, and what we'd like to talk about is dealing with adversity. So how did you get right here and right now? Tell us a little bit about your background, Steve. Um, well, if we want to talk about adversity, uh, if we want to talk about kind of my background a little bit, uh, 
without going you know too deep into a lot of things uh the fact that i'm sitting here right now is pretty impressive to me personally uh a year ago and actually probably two years ago as well um and you've heard you've watched a lot of this happen so i'll try to keep it short so we're not like okay. rehashing too many memories she but. can be as bored as she wants to be <laughs> yeah it's you um no it was uh so a couple years ago i got hurt pretty bad um i tore a muscle in my back and it was particularly uh difficult time getting rehabilitated uh so as i said two years ago i probably couldn't have walked down an icy sidewalk a year ago i couldn't have walked down an icy sidewalk uh walked into this room and uh been okay uh, it hurt to drive my car. It hurt to do pretty much every single thing imaginable. Um, uh, like there was a period, there was probably like a nine month period where I really tried not to do anything at all. Uh, just so I wouldn't have, like if I left my bed, like everything outside of this rectangle is pain. And uh, it really kind of, I shouldn't say kind of, it absolutely negatively affected my life for a long mm. time, like psychologically and then also physically. I'm still dealing with some of the physical uh fall out of that um like as i get better like other things break <laughs> it's like you don't do anything for nine months to a year and then you start trying to do things again like some stuff isn't used to it um so this whole probably since maybe may or june i've been trying to become more of a normal person i just went on a trip this weekend uh a year ago i couldn't have driven for five hours okay to uh go to the town of cincinnati uh so now that's uh kind of my probably the worst thing that's happened to me is probably mm. okay so how did you spend this time steve uh i wish i could say that like i was working on like uh you know reading or mm -hmm. projects or things I, mm -hmm. I i think at first i kind of treated it as like okay this is temporary and i just need to like stay busy but you do kind of run out of that motivation after like months and months you and months. bet after after beating every video game in my collection like i kind of started running out of things to do. I couldn't practice guitar. Like I couldn't, uh, like do a whole lot of that for a long time. Um, I could like, I, it's not like I could do absolutely nothing. It was just like, I couldn't do most things without pain. Like we would have band practice and I would have to like go take a break to like lie down, um, or sit down or something. It was just, everything was kind of causing those issues. So how I spent that time, a lot of it was just, just resting yeah. and waiting until I could move right again. Uh, and that started about a year ago. Uh, I started going to physical therapy and getting, doing some like long overdue maintenance mm -hmm. uh, for my health. And uh, it seems to be paying off so far. So good. Okay. Hate to say it out loud, but uh, things are going okay now. Okay. Well, we're, I don't think there's any boogeyman in here that's going to throw the voodoo dolls at you. Uh, I'm looking at that guy right now. <laughs> he hasn't said a word. So what we, like, so what we talk about, Steve, we talk about people with holistic wellness, okay? So we, we ask people to treat themselves like a, like a gardener with a flower. So how does it, what, what does it take to make a flower bloom? What are three things it takes? Make a beautiful, what make a flower like, bloom? Like a, like a real flower? Or like yeah, a real a flower, medical, yes. Metaphor, medical. Yeah. Medical. Uh, sunlight, soil, and a healthy mix of carbon dioxide and nitrogen. Right. And water, right? Okay. Yeah. So when we, when we talk about the holistic wellness, we talk about the water taking care of your physical body. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we talk about the sunlight. And so I'm in long-term recovery. It's everyone out there knows. I'm in long-term recovery from drug and alcohol addiction. I'm from the 12-step world. So mm -hmm. what we talk about, when we talk about the sun, we talk about the sunlight of the spirit. Some connection with something. 
Yeah. Okay. Doesn't necessarily have to have a name, some type of connection with the all. And then when we when we talk about the soil, what we talk about is the people, places, things, circumstances that we surround ourselves with with help us grow. Okay. Mm-hmm. We talked earlier about these people that Take delight in the misfortune of others. They're, those are negative people. Those are toxic. If you, when you have those people around you, it's like growing up in a sandbox. Yeah. Okay. Plants don't grow well in sandboxes. They they, they shrivel and mm. they die. Okay. They wither. Okay. So and it also sounds like what you're talking about is that you know a lot of people would say, oh geez, I use this time to really find myself. I use this all this introspection, all these things. You know what? It's it, sometimes it just sucks. Yeah. It, it absolutely does. <laughs> and acceptance is always a prelude to change. And you sit there, yeah, it, it really sucked. It was awful. Oh, yeah. It was, like, I've only just now been able to, like, talk about it a little more. I know I've, with, like, people that have been close to me, they, they are not surprised by these things I say. But um, it's, I've tried to, like, keep it to a minimum what people, uh, people, like, I, for a year or so, it was, like, anybody who saw me was, like, okay, yeah, what's wrong with you, Steve? I'm, like, well, the same thing that's been wrong with me for a year. Like, I, I really hate answering this question. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, no, it's just good to be moving along and uh, doing things again. It's okay to be sad. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay to be depressed. If that's the way you feel, that's the way you feel. And when we try to help, and people will come around, oh, I know how you feel. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. No, but nobody, how dare anybody tell you they know how you feel? Yeah, I did have a few people. I would be at work, uh, my old job, and people would uh, occasionally come up to me and say, like, oh, yeah, now you feel like I kind of uh, slept weird. I felt some pain this morning when I woke up. I'm fine now, though. I'm like, that's not how I feel. I feel, like, terrible all the time. Well, they may have had roughly the same type of experience, but how can anybody know exactly how you feel? That's impossible, okay? So maybe people, if they're genuinely interested in you, they can ask you to help them understand how you feel okay and i hope you have those type of people in your life more so now than before mm-hmm. well it's not we, we separate the wheat from the chaff okay and these people that don't give you these core emotional concerns like feeling understood uh being treated as an equal uh being listened to okay give them the benefit of the doubt if these people are if the if your tribe isn't giving you this then what the heck are they doing in your in your mm. tribe yeah. Okay. And sometimes we just have to start a new one. So it sounds like uh sounds like Sheena was a ringside had a ringside seat for all of this. Yeah, I think she uh did get to see some good moments. Yeah, you would come up to me uh when we would be like playing somewhere and I would just be like kinda off on my own, like um I just need a minute. Like I would drive for twenty minutes, I'm like, I need a break, I need to like stretch out or like otherwise calm myself down. So physical pain and emotional pain are processed in the same parts of the brain, okay? So that's why when we have strong emotional pain, it feels like we've been beat up, all right? Have you heard anybody say like they feel like they've been punched in the gut? Yeah. So you had the physical pain, which was tantamount also to the emotional pain also. Yeah. It was was very rough for a while. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I think that I should say out loud that uh, even though it has been a couple of years now, uh, long-term recovery is still looking really, really good. It's just going to be like continuing work to get there. Uh, and there are some people that are not like so fortunate with similar or congruent 
things. Well, recovery is a process. It's not an event. Everyone has good intentions about, well, how can I make you better? How can I help? How can I do this? And, and the thing is, give you encouragement and support, and sometimes it's just to give you your space. Hmm. So I always look at people's intentions. What do they have? So it sounds like uh, Machina didn't run off and go find a new band partner. No, that's true. That was very nice of you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So, so here's, here's a real deal about trying to find out. And what you look at is if everything were taken away from you, your health, money, whatever, who'd be standing with you at the end? Who'd never leave you? So these are, these are the relationships that we want to add to and reinforce. We try to help people what's important. Most of the stuff in this world is complete and utter nonsense. Okay. I often ask people, I'll say, who do you trust so much in your life that if they said fall, I'll catch you, you'd fall without hesitation? And if you have a couple people like that in your life, you're an extremely fortunate human being. Those are the people that we want to, those are the people we want to add to and reinforce. Those are the people we want in our life. Hmm. And if you have a few of those, consider yourself extremely fortunate. That's true. And I had not thought of that before. Mm -hmm. You bet. You know, so what happens is we, we sometimes what we do, and I'll turn to uh, Miss McCross right now, and I'll give this uh, disclaimer. I don't blow smoke up anybody, okay? I don't give sympathy to anybody because it just participates in people's misery. Uh, however, what I do admire is people who are resilient, okay? So sometimes with uh, young ladies, what we do is, unfortunately, young ladies begin to lose their self concept and self-esteem around the age of nine, which I'm, I'm a great admirer of Sheena. I think I met her uh, when she was doing some uh, spoken word type of performances at her poem. And then I then I er, actually heard her singing and I, I was taken by it because she has a powerful presence and a voice. Uh, Very peacocky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However, what I ask people to do is not to put out a profile of what they have to offer, but what are the requirements it takes to be with me. Those are values and choices. So I do admire Miss Sheena. Uh, she's dealt with a lot of, a uh, lot of resiliency. It's not how many times you get knocked down; it's how many times you get back up. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com, where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in Flying the colors of fishing without bait. Click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.